Journeyman Chronicles. Down with to, we're down to one microphone because my other one just took a shit. <laughs> the first microphone that I bought for the podcast finally took a shit. I say finally, but it's only been six months. But it was a cheap mic, so. It was. Not worried about it. I, you know. And A, doesn't really matter because now you are joining TCP and you'll have a bunch of equipment. And B, we have money to get another one, so. Not no, I, yeah, no, I'm not sweating it. It was just the timing of it all. No, I know. Setting this up to do the wrap up, but nonetheless, we're sharing one mic. It gets us to cuddle. One mic. This is like a Nas song. Mm-hmm. I'll put one mic on the behind the scenes of this uh, little <laughs> podcast while we're talking. We'll have Nas singing, wrapping up one mic. Um. So we're going to wrap up uh, episode 23, Pama La La Lechera, with Norma Vasquez. What did you think of the episode? Because I know you listened to this one. I did. I did because I had an extra day off this week. So There you go. No diss to any of your previous episodes. I just so happened to have an extra day off this week. So I was able to listen to your podcast as soon as it came out. And I will have to admit that I absolutely loved it. Um, not because it's you, but you know, I'm, I tend to be very critical of your podcast. Um, but I felt like <clears throat> Norma really is incredibly invested in what she's doing. And you could hear her passion throughout everything that she was saying. And I learned so much from it. Um, and, you know, y- you alluded to it in the episode and you and I have talked about it numerous times. And obviously you've been there through me, with me through it all. And I had my own struggles in breastfeeding and trying to make that work. Um, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And so every time I would hear somebody say it's the most natural thing I felt guilty because it wasn't natural to me. The bonding was natural, but the whole course of how painful it was for me and the fact that I just couldn't produce like other women could Mm -hmm. always made me feel so ashamed and like I couldn't provide for my kids. And that was so daunting and painful And to hear her speak her truth and the knowledge that she's acquired over the years and specializing in this really was eye-opening because she's right. My mom didn't breastfeed and my grandmother didn't breastfeed. And so when you have generations prior that have never done this task, that have never completed this challenge it doesn't feel natural um and it was really really incredibly impressive to me 
or better said, it really struck a chord when she said that Latino women have the highest um, occurrence of postpartum depression. That's a fact that I never knew. And I feel like it's something that is not spoken of enough. Um, you know, it's, it's ironic because when <clears throat> I opened up about experiencing some postpartum depression, your mom was very candid about it. And then I heard other women be very candid about it. And it was just like, why are we so ashamed to admit this? Mm. Um, so it was really eye-opening and, and I would love to explore and <clears throat> dive into more if there are any listeners out there that want to talk about postpartum depression. I, I would just would so love to hear about it and pick your brain because I think we all go through our own challenges and Norma is absolutely right and it's something that I've heard throughout the years but it's not until you experience it that it really resonates that you spend nine months being in the spotlight and all of a sudden you are just in the background. And it does make a difference. Like all of a sudden you have all this help, like you had all this help. Everyone's willing to reach out and they wanna help you and they wanna be part of it. And then all of a sudden you have this baby and now you're, tired and a feeling a plethora of emotions simply because you're hormonal not because of any feeling that uh, that is occurring of your own just based off of hormones and you have to put all that aside and pack it away to take care of your baby and the focus is all on the baby and there's just a lot that goes into it so for me I it was probably one of my most favorite episodes. Um, it, honestly, I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I ended up loving it. I, I think, um, well, I, I'm assuming that, um, that you're not alone feeling that way. I know, um, Romy texted me while I was at work. Shout out to Romy. <clears throat> Shout out Romy. to Romy and Irvin Lopez. Love you both. Uh, and they're a lovely family. Um, she texted me, like, emphasizing how much she is agreeing with everything that Norma was saying. Um, and to touch back on what you had said, referencing what Norma mentioned about how generations before us didn't breastfeed, our, our mothers didn't breastfeed, it's it's mainly because there wasn't an understanding of how important it was or how to do it or, you know, the resources and the help and the education. Um, and that stems back to what I, th I think Norma was trying to really um, explain. That's where all this is coming from is the lack of education, the mm -hmm. lack of resources. <clears throat> and the reasons why and there's so many different reasons why and and i you know i touch on that in the episode but um i f i felt like it was really eye opening for me to to hear the little tidbits of information that really are big like women aren't getting that information and 
that explains why like percentage why percentage wise when you start looking at the data and going through it, as much research as I was doing and, and I you know considering the time that I have it wasn't a, a lot I would have loved to have done more but it was enough to show me the disparities and I just was trying to be as much of a sponge um obviously experiencing what you know what you went through with Chloe and then Ava and that's hard to watch because I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. you know I can only just watch and and I could see how frustrating and how hurt you felt and how upset you were with yourself so I'm hoping that this episode continues this is one of those episodes that I hope continues to kind of build up build, build up yeah. because there's a lot of I feel a, a lot of help there mm-hmm. and especially uh, checking out uh, the website for Mama La Lechera and checking out what Norma's doing over at Prussian Street Arcade with the baby clothes and 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 just following her movement and what she's doing. For people that are motivated to want to specialize in this, like, yeah, hands down. I, I encourage it. We need more of it. Uh, you know, congratulations to to Brie. Um, her her last name is not Martinez anymore. Um, and forgive me for not knowing what it is right now. But, you know, she just um, actually got her certification with um, Norma to be part of Mama La Lechera. And I'm just so proud to hear that there are people that are doing that because I learned so much. Like... <clears throat> It's a, it really is an episode that is not just for women, like for the dads out there that are trying to figure out how to help their significant other or their children's mother throughout this endeavor, like for the people that are chest feeding and body feeding that was so eye opening for me. Um, just simply because it's not what I normally see and that's completely okay. But we have to talk about those things so that everyone is included. And what is this sometimes trial um, and hopefully more so a triumph than anything. But I just, I, I highly encourage the continued movement, like you said, and people trying to learn more about it and people specializing in it because it really does make a difference and to add to that like one of the things also that came across so beautifully and how Norma spoke about this topic is something that I never realized about myself in that I am Latina and I obviously can identify a little bit more with women that are Latina. And it's something that sometimes I have a hard time admitting because I have grown up or I have been raised in a very, very Puerto Rican family, but I ended up going to a school that was predominantly white 
and I work in a culture as a nurse, um, not necessarily where I work right now, but just in general, where the majority of the people that I work with end up being white. And I think sometimes I struggle with saying that I identify more with people that are Latina and or Latino. And she said it so easily and eloquently that it reminded me that that's okay also just the same way as white people often feel more comfortable getting education or having intimate moments like breastfeeding with education from someone that looks like them it's okay for us as latina women or as black women to feel a little bit more comfortable when somebody's teaching you or having that intimate moment with you that looks like you because it can be hard especially i've had the benefit of being able to speak english my entire life but especially if you don't speak the same language and you're trying to be educated on something that is so foreign to you and it's in a different language yeah i i, I just it, it is mind-blowing to me that we don't have all of those resources i always equate it to like if i was on vacation and i ended up getting sick or my child was sick and i had to go to a hospital in europe and i don't know the language and people would treat me dismissively mm -hmm. because I don't speak the language or I don't look like them. I would never want that. And that's why I've always taken a lot of pride in being very inclusive and trying to not look at people by color or what they respond to because it just isn't a priority to me when I take care of people in a way as as ignorant as that might sound, I say it with all intention because I often don't see color or gender or race, but there is an innate part of us, I think in all of us, that there is a level of comfort when you're surrounded by somebody that feels like is like to you. Well, and, and when she brought that part up, you know, and I started thinking about the generations of women that in our family before I thought of my grandmother immediately mm -hmm. because um, six of six of my grandmother's eight children were born in the United States, mm -hmm. but my grandmother came from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I grew up knowing my grandmother uh, well because she could speak English to me, mm -hmm. even though she spoke both Spanish and English, but I also know that, you know, there must have been a, a barrier there at first when she first came over to have six children. You know, like that's the thing. That's what I'm thinking of is like that, that, that dynamic of your surroundings for the most part are, are foreign. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, when, she, when Norma talks about uh, seeing when they saw her, they, the walls came down. Mm -hmm. There has to be an understanding there of why that is. It's because predominantly, for the most part, you know, any foreigner's experience not being surrounded by their people can be very intimidating and exhausting. Mm -hmm. And to finally have somebody there that looks like you, that can maybe even speak your language or gets 
you. Mm-hmm. That's that 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 warm that warm feeling of that security. Like okay, you know, I, I my heart broke when I thought of you know my grandmother or you know like your grandmother, like the women in our families and that have come from to this country from Puerto Rico or from other places. So you know that 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 is. Um, one of those things that opened up my eyes and I was like, man, like there, there's a, this is a huge, you know, what we covered in the podcast was great in this episode, but there's, there's a lot more. Oh my God. I mean, I, I want so much more. The rabbit hole goes <laughs> deep. Cause it's like, you know, and one of the things I would love to do, like eventually, and who knows is like, you know, I, I would love to kind of take the podcast more mobile where it becomes a more of a docu-series or a documentary mm-hmm. where I'm doing what we're, I'm doing what I'm doing, but maybe now like we have this, this topic of breastfeeding and let's go through the history of it and we go visit mm-hmm. people and talk to nurses and hospitals and uh, doulas is that what you mm-hmm. call them you know mm-hmm. like like really start visiting people and getting the research uh to really broaden the the scope a little bit but right you know I, that's just my brain kind of already starting to think of things i but I, well I just, on a smaller scale I, you know as soon as i heard it i was like oh my god you have to have her back yeah, yeah i would love so to. much more to explore yeah, she's one of the guests that i would like once i'm 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 locked and loaded with my live interviews um, I would love to have her back and really uh, talk more. Um, but this this was a great episode. It was um, it was a little shorter than than what I was used to. But when I listened back to it again, because I, 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 I had interviewed Norma like a month ago. And I finally listened to it again right before I uploaded it. And I was editing it and I was like, wow, this is actually, this is actually a really good interview. There's a lot of gems in here. Um She's so genuine and passionate about what she's doing. And that I think that's what really pulled at my heartstrings. Because, like, I can, as a nurse, I can relate to certain aspects of that. Because I take care of people, obviously, in all different walks of life. And um, dealing with many different issues and situations and I've worked in different arenas and I get it when she says that when you you know you brought up that she says that she could see the walls coming down like I can relate to that as a nurse walking into someone's room and seeing those walls come down just the same way as I've walked into rooms and seeing people clamor up because right i'm puerto rican or hispanic or you know younger um i mean i i started my career out when i was 20 so even just walking in to take care of people that were older and them feeling like i have nothing to offer because i was young so it, it her passion for what she's doing and her dedication to continuing to grow her craft and her practice is so evident that it just it 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 bleeds throughout the interview and it was really beautiful 
and just a, a leap of faith to change her career and oh my gosh and, yeah and take a step and say this is what i want to do i want to do it my way that's that small little tidbit of it is like a common thread of fabric mm-hmm. woven through all these episodes for the most part it's like you know no i'm going to now this is what i'm going to do and i was just happy to add this um this episode to the to the catalog um thank you uh jazzy and jose for um for suggesting norma because norma came up because jazzy had to cancel her her interview the first time and so her and jose were like you know let, can we suggest somebody and i'm like absolutely like you know i'll take i'll take whoever and we're and always open to suggestions i'm always open to suggestions and norma norma's name came up so i'm grateful um and like i said uh i'm I'm hoping that this is one of those episodes that slowly builds and and i will have uh normal back if she'll be back if she'll come back we'll do it we'll do a a in-person interview i can't Um, wait to watch her grow yeah because i'm so excited even like like when you watch like when you look at her um like i mentioned in the in the episode on her instagram like because she's got she's a photographer mm-hmm. and she's got this eye mm-hmm. and all her pictures are have this white bordered mat mm. to give it a very photogenic look of a finished mm-hmm. piece okay you know what i mean and it's just dope it's like okay this is it's easier on the eye it's nice to look at it's it, it's very clean it's presented well and uh i i can tell that she's she has like a the creative mind mm-hmm. um so with mama la, Le- la lechera and uh what she's doing at prussian street arcade with the baby clothes and you know she's bringing more and more people on board uh certifying them uh my hat is off to norma vasquez and not that she has ever asked this and i've never even met norma but um, for anyone who is interested in donating towards the cause, I think that this would be the perfect person to invest in um, because she really wants to continue to keep giving. She wants to continue to spread the knowledge and she is 100% invested in growing the cause. So, you know, if anybody has a couple extra bucks in their pocket and they want to focus on breastfeeding and the breastfeeding culture she is a beautiful beautiful investment she's the one you want to talk to <laughs> okay so that wraps up norma vasquez episode 23 um so let's talk about some big news uh, i, I want to end this episode talking about the big news and really talking about what what's going on because i, I put a couple pieces out there on on social media and uh, if you follow TCP, if you follow Marquise Lupton or Whitney, his wife, or any of his team, uh, you may be hip to the fact that um, TCP is going to be um, um, rolling out a new app. They've got a new studio space. There's a lot of big moves that they're doing. Uh, they're pretty much stepping up their game and leveling up. And it's awesome to see. This is dope. And the cool thing is, is he... he um, hit me up and was like, I would love to have Journeyman Chronicles on the TCP app on the on the radio station that's taking place in the studio. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Uh, and and 
I'm, I'm stoked because I'm going to have an opportunity to start doing in-person interviews live. So what we're doing now with the Chronicles will continue because I'm not changing it, but it is going to be a little different because I'm not going to have so much of this edited presentation. It's more of an unfiltered live in the moment. Uh, you know, and I'm kind of hoping that I can, during the live interview with the guest, when people are listening, they can engage maybe on a message board or something through the app. You know, I'm just spitballing ideas. I don't know what, I don't know what the app entails. It's, that's not my department. It's a growth Um, opportunity. But it's an opportunity and I'm, I'm like, I'm like so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you're excited too. And I think we've been kind of like just um, very grateful and appreciative because um, uh, Marquise has been very, very kind and helpful and has given me advice. And he was on the podcast. Marquise Lupton's interview is episode 11. Um, so I've just, I've, I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to participate. I'm ready to contribute. Uh, And I'm honored that I can bring the Journeyman Chronicles uh, to that platform and share it with more people. Um, So get ready, because once that ball starts rolling, I really feel like um, my creative juices are going to they're going to spin out of control (laughs) and you're never going to see me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's okay, baby. I'm all right with you shining right now. I want to be. I want to be. Uh, no, nah, I'm just joking. But I, I do. I, I am. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm stumbling over my words because I'm excited. I'm proud of you. I'm excited. Thank you. And I'm. I'm happy that. Um, that. The content is recognized and appreciated, and that it, that fuels me to do more and the main focus of it from the very beginning was I just want to share people's journeys and their stories so that we can all learn about one another. And I feel like live interviews with people in Lancaster city or surrounding areas, it's not just Lancaster city, but you know, we're both from Lancaster city. That's like my home and that's your home. So I feel like it's just so dope to be back there doing these interviews you know, like just feeling the old stomping grounds kind of running through my veins all over again. It's like, it's just, it's, it's surreal for me and I'm just very grateful and I'm excited. So once the, uh, you know, once more information comes out, I'm obviously going to be putting it out there, but I'm just looking at it, like get ready for, you know, a weekly, maybe a Wednesday night, 7 p.m., live you got to download the app to listen all that information will come uh but um the the amount of different types of guests that i have in mind and 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 the the content that i know that i know it's coming i can feel it and it's the first time i've ever felt that before so it's like it's kind of like i'm i'm just ready to i'm ready to get going so um i'm grateful i'm grateful for you, Alexandra, for your patience, because, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody knows this, but 
I've been going through this phase the last three years or four <laughs> years where I've been trying to find Your something. I've been trying to find my niche. Um, this is it. And I, I have this, I, I have this habit of diving into something and then it never really works out. But you know, the the podcast, just something about it clicked, and I'm just, I continue to work hard on it, even though I don't have as much time. And the time that I do. You know, sometimes I take away from you and the kids, and I, um, I'm grateful for your understanding. I know where you are. I know, well, I know where you. I, I know, know where I know you is. know where I am. I know where your heart is. I, I am. My heart's right here, and I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. But uh, until the live studio, right. uh, until that starts, I got, I got to go to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marquise. Um, sincerely yes. for the opportunity. And allowing my husband to be a creative genius. Yes, with T- what he does. TCP, the cultured professional. Look out for it. The Journeyman Chronicles live. Man, I'm excited. Let's end this episode on that note. Um, I'm going to see you guys probably in a week. What's today? Friday? Mm-hmm. So, 10 days from now, episode 25, Jazzy Garcia. Mm, 25. 25. Well, how great. She's recommended Norma. She reckoned, yes. And she, she's coming up yes, next. She, we uh, rescheduled and we got that interview done. That, it's, it's already done. It's actually one of my favorites. A lot of laughs in this interview coming up with Jazzy Garcia. If the, for those who don't know, Jazzy Garcia, uh, a couple times throughout the podcast, I've mentioned twosincere.com. I even. Uh, plugged the the uh, the online business with my wife Alexandra during the Christmas episode. They make uh, soy based candles. Jazzy makes these soy based candles, different types of names, creative names, different smells and scents. Uh, and so I wanted to talk to Jazzy and, and get to know her a little bit more and find out the uh, the journey behind her creating these candles. So that's what's going to come up next in about ten days. Uh, until then, I'm laying low with my wife. We gotta find me a car. That's what I'm trying to do right now. And that oh, seems that's a looking for a car online right now is a lot of shiesty ass scamming people getting my hopes high, and then they they just pull the rug from underneath my feet. But anyway, uh, I shall digress. How about we end the episode with saying yes, a reminder that if there's anyone out there that wants to talk about their journey, share their journey because they have something to add to where we live and what we are and what we're doing as a generation, as a culture, as a people. Hit us up. If anybody wants to talk to me, share with me your journey. That was weird. Hit me up. Super weird. Please don't use that as your basis on reaching out to the Dream Man Chronicles because it was really man in a van saying, come get candy. It's all right. Come get candy. Just, no. All right. That's, I want- that's weird. <laughs> all right. Y'all be, safe. <laughs> y'all be safe. Remember to maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons. My name is Felix. This is my wife, Alexandra. And these are the Dream Man Chronicles. Y'all be safe. Dinner, 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 dinner. <laughs> Not that again. <laughs>